mic check 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 guys welcome to another episode of the chris coca podcast if this is your first time here you are welcome akwaba <laughs> if you always listen please keep listening as you are aware as you are well aware <laughs> today the brother wants to display <laughs> as you are well aware we are here to demystify the era of the three C's, accelerated change, overwhelming complexity, tremendous competition. Today, I have a, a lovely guest. I've been waiting for him for like centuries and he's passionate about the topic. And I think um, we are celebrating the mental mental health month or something, I don't know, awareness. So I'm like, okay, let's let's have something on mental health on the Chris Coca podcast. I mean, we are here to demystify demystify so break things down for us so let me not just talk too much i have the person of benzo modikai afutse moria <laughs> mensa please you're welcome to the chris Coca podcast thank you sir thank you sir do you it's mind being yourself to my amazing guest okay so hi everyone my name is modikai mensa Koke is very good friend and brother. Yes. A mental health advocate as well. Whoosh! Give us. Yeah. I'm on the floor. Attention <laughs> me. I'm your kid. <laughs> 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 All right. It's so good to be here. Guy, um, good to be here. Thank you. Thank you for making time for this episode. And yeah, let's get talking. So for me, even from our conversations way back in like Ivandi, it's always about how like our mates are suffering, how people are just bleeding <laughs> and nobody's talking about it like we all want to a generation of hardcore and it's hard it's okay to be hard it's like tough yeah. and but things are going um so so i want us to like talk go into this topic so for you as a mental health advocate do you mind briefing us on like what mental health is all about right right thank you um so Mental health basically is like a physical illness, or it is a physical illness of the brain that can cause disturbances in your thinking, your behavior, and emotions, actually. And when that happens, it makes it difficult for you to cope with the normal demands of life. So when you say normal demands, like you waking up fully energized, being able to interact with people socially, professionally, you know, all those other factors that your life Center around. So that's basically mental health. So that's what mental health illness is, the physical illness of the brain. But mental health itself is like awareness of the state of your mind, your emotions, and your body all in one. Yeah. Okay. Awareness of the state of your mind, your body, and yeah. your emotions. All right. So yeah. looking at um, our generation, right? Right now, we are all right. where. If I want to take care of my mental health, I want to take care of myself, being very aware or mindful of my mind, uh, my body, and my emotions. I think it's very like these are three main things. So how do I take time to maybe understand myself, my mind? Then I mean, then we go to body, then we go to emotions. So like mind, what? How do I start with this process? Right. So, um, the basic part of understanding your mind or being aware 
obviously in which your mind is in is quite evident for us it's very simple your mind deals with brain and chemicals which translates sometimes into emotion so your emotions let you know the state of mind in which you're in and one way or the other so if you are sad you know you're sad nobody has to tell you <laughs> sad. if you're angry you know you're angry yeah but these things are normal emotions that come to everybody like when you're sad sometimes it's a normal emotion you're supposed to experience that but when when it, when it becomes a problem is when it's prolonged for a period of time so you realize that nothing has really happened to induce sadness but you've been sad for a long period of time yeah. you can't really yeah actually the main cause you've been angry for a long period of time yeah. you cannot really find what the main cause is yeah that's that's the basic way to actually assess the state of your mind so there are other factors to sometimes like you have triggers any little thing you blow up any little thing you are down any little thing you know so some common forms of triggers okay some common forms of prolonged behaviors and other things so to assess the state of your mind you just really need to pay attention to yourself and how you react to certain things or how you are sometimes when you're alone okay so it means you have to begin to pay attention to yourself right so in in our world of endless distractions endless social media how do we begin to pay attention to ourselves because like you said it takes it's like series of things piling up piling up the one day you just boom so how do you ensure that yeah. i'm taking care of myself i'm monitoring my emotions and uh I'm, i'm sure that like things are not just getting to me even myself for the past two weeks i've been anxious i've battled with anxiety like i don't know what i, has, I started reading on anxiety like what is happening to me and i realized i'm either stressed i'm overthinking like i'm trying to do so many things at the same time it's been crazy for me and sometimes i just have to breathe in and breathe out like but it's still I, i've still not found that spark to bring me back so something like this how do i reconfigure myself sort of like so yeah um that's a very important question because when the era where social media is rather overwhelming and it's almost everywhere so people get lost in their instead of focusing on their true self and as good as social media can be it has this very harmful side because there was a recent study i think last year or last year where uh, a study was done on the influence of instagram like and they yeah. have on the people yeah are. i think i i, I yeah. saw that thing where somebody feels if you get 10 likes the cause is depression as compared to getting yeah. 100 likes yeah. per minute yeah 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 so it is it, it, getting crazy like that so <laughs> i think instagram was using a policy where they said they were going to remove the likes yeah yeah like yeah. so you can see the amount of likes somebody has and that's where i realized that oh you see so i mean the big companies or the big world can pay attention to mental health when they realize they are big role in it but yes coming back to the individual most of these things will stem from lack of something so you see somebody chasing things on the internet validation no and validation is the number one yeah. affecting all of us this to yeah. the first century so i think people like that need to stop and ask themselves 
what exactly are they chasing? Okay. Some some people do not even know they are chasing things. For them, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm here. I want to be like this person, but they don't realize how deep it is. And they are losing themselves. You see, we all want to be like somebody. We all have a mentor. But the problem sets in when you start feeling like without them, you cannot be anything. Or you can't go a day without you anything. Okay, so it's not... So you are saying it's not bad to feel like you want to be like someone. But the problem no, comes no, no, not when you feel you cannot live without like them. Yes. Okay. When your life... When your life cycle your lifestyle begins to put them in every part of your life so you wake up the first thing i'm going to do is check the person you followed instagram <laughs> like you are awake every two seconds you want to say hey what's going on with this person's face when it becomes an obsession like that when when you form a behavior around a particular post or a particular social media gathering you realize that you're developing a problem and you have developed a problem so you have to sit back most of the time people are not even be able to identify that they have a problem themselves they might sit down and try and look at it but their minds have strayed from no so much that they feel like what i'm doing is normal and if anybody else points it out without proper knowledge they feel like oh the person is exaggerating so sometimes you need to read up sometimes you need the help of a mental health professional so you need to identify where exactly it is you are going through. Okay, so, so coming back to yourself is not really a simple task sometimes. For some people, they just need to sit back and analyze themselves. Oh, this is not where I want to be or this is not who I feel like I should be. Why am I doing this? Some people will be able to put away certain behavior. But so for some others, they have gone so deep in it. Sitting back doesn't even any reflection of normality. Yeah. So those are the people that need more advanced help. I don't want to say extreme, yes. Advanced help. Advanced help. Okay. So um I know sometimes it's not just social media that affects people. Right. Right. Yeah. There can be family, there can be things you are going through. Mm-hmm. And um, also I've realized the vulnerability space is not kind of a thing in our in our part of the world like in this part of the world mm. that's that space for vulnerability like where you can go and confront with someone and be like you are struggling you need um help so for people going through that kind of thing like i mean apart from social media somebody's struggle is elsewhere like how do they pinpoint and still take care of themselves in that light when you started um you said um some of these things don't have one course and that's great so i like to address that um we have various courses for mental illness. Uh, research has shown that it's not just what we think it is. There's genetics involved. Sometimes it's a chemistry composition of the brain. You know, the brain is made up of chemicals. So sometimes there are chemistry imbalances that can lead to mental illness. 
structure of the brain and most importantly which is now a main highlight in our current situation experiencing short form sometimes when i think trauma like an accident stuff like that yeah um and sometimes there's the emotional trauma where it comes from having a bad experience through life yeah so mental illness is I lost you on the card. Yeah, of course. And yeah, I hear you. Thank you. Yeah, right. So I'm saying mental illness is known to have lots of course just as a Okay. So regarding vulnerability in our current generation The point is a lot of people don't know what is going on with them themselves. Like a lot of people don't even know why they are currently with they are mentally and where they want to be mentally. Who they are is also a part of the problem. So they can't even be vulnerable enough to themselves. So being vulnerable to allow another person to be vulnerable to them is a very big platform and a lot of people cannot give that or handle that. and that's a big problem because if everybody's suffering and you don't have anybody to go and talk to how is help going to come or how are we going to assist each other and that's a very big problem we're facing in this current generation nobody wants to understand vulnerability or thinks it's important enough so yes in the beginning you mentioned hard everybody guy. trying to be hard 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 they need their audition You realize that a lot of the hard people in court are people who are just using the hard thing as a front or a blanket cover. Deep down, they are really soft people who want to express or give out emotions as loudly as they want. But for certain reasons and for certain ways and perceptions, they can't. So some simple reasons are that from their childhood, this is very typical in the Ghanaian society, from from your childhood you've been you've been primed in a certain way that makes a boy look like a boy is not supposed to show emotion there's a typical saying in chief bemanzi and i thought that ended was uh, with when i was a child but currently now <laughs> apart from houses and i still hear that thing like you hear somebody beating his son and the next thing he goes like adena wusu bemanzi men don't cry yes we 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 often or we didn't know how to uh, this statement was going to be internalized but if you look at times when the senior lashes me and i cried will be like why you man you they cry why why me yeah then they like man cry <laughs> oh god and it's rather interesting like yeah i don't know when crying was assigned to be a female thing like who said only females are supposed to cry and that's where a lot of the problems for men actually stem from societal expectations. Yeah. So there's that. All right. So Monica, I so think men are not even vulnerable enough to be able to share. That yeah. I think the problem with women So I was going to say I think the problem with women and their vulnerability is that they like to use what to share against each other. So they tell this hello woman this before they you know another woman has heard it. and the next time she falls 
is going to be used against him. So these are some of the things that are disrupting the vulnerability space amongst us now. Yes, we're going to say something. Yeah, I'm like let's let's dive deep to like boys because I know that's like um, suicide rate among men is like way higher than women out of like 10, yeah. 10 guys seven are likely to commit suicide but it's not something we talk about is and as a man i mean or as a young man in this part of our world um what do you think we can begin to do to create that kind of safe space for young people i mean like you said it is so ingrained in our thinking that oh men don't cry i have to be tough after yeah. hard like no matter what you are going through you yeah. have tough where do you think is a starting point for like young men for us like you know you know even we've discussed some of the things that you see you can see somebody and you know he's just trying to impress but he's struggling right but his expectations for him are the ones causing it so as a man from like talking from men's perspective what do you think we can begin to do as men to create or open up ourselves So there's no one whole solution to it, but I think we can start with knowing who we are better and what men are originally supposed to stand for. I think somewhere from, let's go a bit biblical, somewhere from the stemming of creation up until now, there has been a disconnect somewhere. Somebody has reinterpreted the way men should be viewed. And I think men should go back to the table, yes, as to where, it was stated that we're not supposed to show emotions because it definitely has come from somewhere. Society has made it in a way that men are supposed to be the hard people, so they face the hard things. So men are going through things and they cannot share. What we should start doing is be more open with ourselves. If we start that, we can be open with other people. You need to be able to look at yourself and say, okay, I'm not doing well. What can I do to be better? How do I get better and actually try to be better? So if you are not exercising, you can pick up exercise. If you don't read in this area a lot, you should start reading. You, you'd be surprised the amount of things you find out. And there's one thing that I like to do a lot. I like to compliment my male friends. Regardless of if you think you are looking nice or not, me, if I see you and you sport today, I will give you the fan. You will take it. You can't do, and you realize it is that. A lot. I don't know how many of you have observed, but as long as you give a man a compliment, oh, the first thing is to reflect. <laughs> oh, chairman, if you see, yeah. if you know, so you are the spy. It's become a mean step. I don't know if you've seen that. Aha, uh, uh-huh. you see, the deflection is so much. We don't even realize that that's actual deflection until somebody points it out. Say, a lot oh, of men boss, don't. Charlie, you are the spy. Bro. Chairman Charlie, today you shut out. Oh, oh, boss. But you have actually, meanwhile, you actually look nice, but you've not been taught, or you've not been taught from like your childhood or from your upbringing that when somebody tells you as a man that you look nice, you should accept it and it's true. You actually do look nice. Yeah. Women, on the other hand, are socialized a bit more on that level. When you tell a girl she looks nice, oh, oh thank you. Thank you. You know, Yes. So from there, you just see that, oh, in girls' upbringing, they are treated like princesses, which is not wrong. But I think men shouldn't be treated like the gatekeepers of the princesses. 
men should be also treated in a way that they feel like oh i'm a prince i'm a king it reflects in their thinking when they grow up exactly (laughs) so i think that's what men should start doing be more open with themselves so they can be more open with other men and don't ever feel like you are too emotional as a man i don't i personally never understood what that means when they say hey, you you are too emotional what, what exactly are you trying to communicate that i'm sensitive Emo- the things you say that are helpful you know <laughs> I, I really used to argue a lot on that like when people say oh this guy is too emotional i'm like what exactly are you saying the girls, the girls who have been doing have that different... yeah they need emotional. to stop they need to stop i mean there are genuinely certain people that cannot handle what we will call oh, jokes or teasing <laughs> but there's there's teasing to some extent that you feel like if the person says i don't like this it's actually we should actually stop they don't like it it's not like they are being too emotional for them either reminds them of something way back or it makes them feel small it belittles them you know men are already a number of men are already belittled in their own minds already. They feel like emotionally they cannot offer anything. So if it's not substance and physical and tangible, they are not counted in. That's why you see a lot of men hustling to get the money. But when you start to have a conversation with them, you realize that emotionally blank, zero. Yeah. They can't present anything emotionally yet. So people are still chasing what society views of them instead of what they want from themselves. So that's where they disconnect you. Why are you chasing what society wants from you? So men should actually start looking at what they want from themselves or the kind of men they want to be. Okay. So I want to narrow this down um, to you, Mordecai. Um, yeah. Back to the issue of mental health. You as a young man, what are some of the struggles you have faced that have affected your mental health? How did you overcome this? Right. Thank you. Um, the first thing that came to mind after you asked this question was relationships. <laughs> yeah. So I think. And those of you. <laughs> yeah. Please let me just laugh at Mordecai. He used to put and bring the lockdown. And those of you is enough for the quarantine. Right now I'm laughing at his mental. We want a serious issue. Please go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um personally relationship or past relationship let me put it like that yeah i'm i'm somebody who's very very aware of himself so before i go into relationship i know what i'm putting in and i have expectations of my partner but for past relationships i realized that i was giving too much and i was getting almost the bare minimum <laughs> yeah so i think the first time i experienced the reality of it was when it actually really hit me because i hadn't that's that's one wrong thing too i hadn't read enough about relationships in my mind i thought once i'm given enough yeah it, it's almost logical you should also give me exactly what i'm giving you back so the first reality check was when i gave my all and <laughs> It's far from tight. <laughs> and it's casting. I was like, wow. I didn't know women could be this confused. <laughs> so from then on, I started internalizing it so much, the pain. I, I didn't know where to 
put this thing like ah i do this and this is what i get back so i i, I was in didn't have an outlet for your pain back then i didn't know what an outlet was i thought i was just supposed to contain it and then okay i'm sure with time it will pass time heals but it will not heal you if you don't have an outlet while time is going you need to find a way i love that time will heal you but it will not heal you if you don't have an outlet yes what a kind warriors 2021 time will (laughs) heal you but it will not heal you if you don't have an outlet please go on drop it yes we've been hearing that sometimes like oh time will heal time heals all wounds but the fact is it's not time passing that that's the healing yeah it's what you try to do while you are in that time that's when you might find true healing because yeah sometimes within the shortest possible time some people get back on their feet for others it takes years and that's okay everybody has a different healing span you can't try to chase somebody else's healing span that's very all right but i think that i read on it and i find out i've got to find out that the first realistic thing about relationships are you need to know who you are and what you expect from the other person so if you didn't do that check and you ended up getting hit don't blame yourself realize that these things happen shots fired the other person stray bullet it's not like that but yes <laughs> these things happen you know these things happen and that better is on the way you need to learn to substitute the negative thoughts with positive cognitive restructuring so that's what i learned in my first instance of dealing with pain and sadness why am i feeling like this person owed me okay that's a normal reaction because i thought i gave this and i was supposed to receive that okay i didn't get it what's the next thing are we going to continue to be sad well no we don't want to be sad forever so how do we be happy okay i feel cheated on i feel hurt i feel like i didn't get what i received so what can i do next okay i'm i'm worth more than what the situation presented we don't need to make ourselves feel worthless that was number one i started restructuring my mind around that and don't lower your standards again number two it helped me restructure my mind around that and this thing is not magic i can't wish it away i just have to know that it's all right that this happened but make sure it doesn't happen again what lesson have i learned from this i noted all these things and within time i realized that oh okay i can't let this situation have a hold over me anymore and before i realized it became a cool outlet for me and yeah that path does not have a hold over me again because if you let it have a hold over you it will affect you in every other relationship you decide to go into secondly how i deal with my mental health and how some of the outlets i have i talk i have people in my life that I entrust with certain parts of my mental health. So I have friends that I will talk to about love and relationships. I have friends that I will talk to about spirituality and ghosts. I have friends that I will talk to about emotional complexity, you know, and there are some friends too that will get all of the three. I think in life, you need to have someone or people you can talk to because there's no one person for all aspects of your life. 
So those people that do, I don't like friends. It's just one. I don't talk to anybody. It's just. I think that statement is best from not knowing the true meaning of friendship. Yeah. Because it was from you that I learned that friendship is greater than the government. Yeah. Friendship can be stronger than family. Yeah. So you you need to internalize positivity for yourself and for the ideal self you want to build. You know. You can't be stuck around what everybody else is doing. So they said friends are not good, and some friends are bad, and some friends are. So you also jump on the bandwagon, and you are not actually trying to create a circle of good friends for yourself. Iron sharpens iron. So you find somebody you feel like is good for your life. It's going to be a trade give and take from both of you. You let them in, they let you in. That's that's the only way sharing can happen. So I have people in my life like that. That I share with. So when I feel I'm getting overwhelmed a little bit, sometimes I go to those people and I share the things that are going on with me in my life. And in no time, I realize that ah, I feel lighter than I used to feel. Other times, we're Africans. Our spirituality is very important to us. So other times, you see me praying. I mean, usually I pray before I even go and talk to anybody else. But yeah, sometimes I feel like talking is not enough. So I, even after I go and talk. I'll come back and I'll pay extensively. Sometimes I go for a drive, except now the fuel prices. Like the driving and the mental health, some way the driving will not be happening again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But realistically, this is all the things I do myself. So sometimes I'll take a drive. I listen to gospel music or very soothing jazz music. I talk to people. I pray. Yeah, and. These are ways in which I like to consider outlets for myself. Okay, nice, 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 nice. Time will heal you, but it will not heal you if you don't have an outlet. I think um, Mordecai has, I mean, he has taught us how he deals with his mental health, and I believe this is learning for everyone, not only for men. I know it was just tailored to like men-ish, but the women, I mean, we know, we know you. People do well. You, you, I mean, you have your girlfriends that you can talk to. But I mean, let me not go there. <laughs> but I, I feel um, even that assumption is it, there's a big question mark. That's a big, that's why relationships are not what they used to be. Yeah, or what we think they are. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's why I said. Hmm. But I feel you have really touched on certain things. For me, is the part about like getting an outlet and what you do. And becoming more self-aware, I think awareness is key if you want to even like take care of your mental health. Like that is one thing, awareness. Like you have to be yeah. aware of what you are feeling. Yeah. I think that's what yeah. you did at the beginning. Is the state of your mind, your heart, your emotions. So I think that's what I've been battling with myself. Like I sit down, like how am I feeling? <sighs> okay, I'm feeling like I. I think um, so during my retreat last year, there's this uh, thing I learned from one of the saints like it's called the examination of conscience if you do it every evening so at the end of the day you take your time and you take your diary or your journal and you're like what transpired throughout this day like god guide me throughout this day so you look at the day from morning from the time you woke up like to everything you felt like 
you take some time walk through from that morning to where you are right now try to remember the feelings did you get angry did you get happy did you smile then whatever feeling like you are also like what is going through your heart right now as you're even taking time are you anxious are you happy are you sad then you pray about your feelings if you can't pinpoint exactly what is happening you pray about your feelings and you just um look up to the next day so that that's like a quick quick fix for daily mental health it's called examination of conscience so like every yeah. every evening um if you do it i'm sure you become more self-aware and you also practice mindfulness so modika um i would like to say do you have um final words for us like young people in our generation what what concrete steps can we begin to take to take care of our mental health with this yeah. complex generation um you you've said a lot actually i think that's what people should do the awareness is actually pretty key if you know where you are you know or you can decide where you want to be or where you want to go but if you talk about awareness you don't even know where you are presently in your own self how do you begin to take a step so i think people should start getting more aware of themselves and somebody might ask hey what is how do i get aware of myself it's really simple pay attention to you There are so many distractions from social media to work life to church life. Even sometimes church life can be a distraction. Boyfriend. Yes. Your 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 relationship life. Yeah. It can take a toll on your mental health if it's not in the right direction. So I think you should start paying attention to yourself more. Your reactions, your thought processes, your emotions around certain things, your triggers basically. You know, when you are able to pay attention to those things more or yourself more, you you get to know certain things now. I think that's how we were created. The more you pay attention, the more details that reveal themselves. You know, so I think before you can even delve into the deepness of mental health or depth of mental health, buying, you just need to really appreciate the awareness part of it, so you can find out the solutions according to what you find out. regarding yourself yeah uh thank you thank you thank you modikai i think you just said right let me just end with what modikai say here so i think my priest also told me we should pay attention to the details and also depth like depth the the why into to yeah like it's, it's <clears throat> very it's very key so i i i realized i was always like rushing rushing but like if you take time to pay attention like just take a walk watch the skies watch the birds just begin to pay attention to the environment around you and you begin to realize you are you are you are all good and you can handle yourself so um listeners thank you for coming to this episode with Modikai Morris Mensa how i deal with my mental health as we are all um celebrating this mental health or we are this celebrate we celebrate mental health awareness i mean we are pushing for mental health awareness um let's just use this opportunity to begin to take care of ourselves like in this generation that's one thing if you don't take care of yourself you lose yourself you lose yourself in trying to be someone you lose yourself trying to be people that are not even real on social media like you're going to lose yourself so please take time as modikai said find an outlet time will heal you <clears throat> but it may not heal you if you don't have an outlet So just thank you very much Modikai. Thank you for making time for the Kreskoka podcast. Listeners, we are here to demystify the era of the three Cs. Accelerated change, overwhelming complexity, tremendous competition. Check check check. Bye guys. <laughs>